Hi, folks. Welcome. Welcome to the Chris Foss Show podcast. How you doing, guys? What's up, peaches? Hey, we got some interesting stuff to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about tech news and stuff that's going on around the world. And we'll have some in-depth discussions about some uh, interesting stories that uh, may shape our future in the uh, future and the world. What may impact us uh, that's might come here someday. So let's get into some of the details. So we certainly appreciate you, of course, tuning in. We're going to have all the tech news and all that good stuff going on. Be sure to tell your friends to subscribe to the show. We certainly appreciate you guys as well. So there's that. Oh, uh, wow. The uh, Mark Zuckerberg, Georgia, if you saw his Georgia speech, uh, I think it was Georgia University or Georgia, you know, one of those universities. I didn't go to college, so I don't follow any of that shit. Clearly, um, if you've seen me read, write, or anything I do, uh, you're like, he didn't go to college, did he? <laughs> uh, I graduated from Trump University, so thereby everything I know between that and Betsy DeVos uh, uh, Public School. <laughs> anyway, uh, enough joking aside. I really didn't go to Trump. I'm not that stupid, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let's let me, let me not push it. Let's put it that way. Okay, so the Mark Zuckerberg rolling train of the shit show, um, just trying to make Facebook more hated than it already is. This is Facebook is. I don't know if he's paying attention, but Facebook is becoming the whipping post, the uh, of everything everyone hates. And um, I, I'm just surprised people still use it. What's funny is people post on Facebook about how much they hate Facebook and how much Facebook sucks, but they post that on Facebook, which you're like, wait, you're engendering the uh, succession of their ability to stay in business and power by giving them more content. <laughs> so, all right, good, good on you, man, whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, Facebook has now announced it will not fact check ads by UK political parties and candidates running in the December election. You, if you've heard, Boris Johnson has arranged for, I believe it's Boris Johnson, has arranged for uh, a new election to be called in the EU because they're still arguing over Brexit. What a shit show that is. Um, and he said they're not going to fact check the ads. If you know, uh, you've been staying in touch with the Chris Foss Show podcast, listening in, of course, because you're so smart. Um, we've been talking about this. We've been talking about how uh, Mark just seems to not give a shit about uh, political ads, and uh, he's just letting it, you know, be bygones, be bygones. And of course, Jack, the CEO of Twitter, has come out and stated that they're not going to do it anymore. So now the pressure is mounted on Mark uh, and Facebook to do it. In fact, I saw Kara Swisher the other day. I think she was on CWBC, CNBC, um, CWBC. Uh, not sure where I got that one from. Um, I think that's an old mortgage website, Countrywide Business Center. I don't know. CWB, I don't know. Somebody can look it up and tell me if there's anything good there. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, so anyway, um, you know, he's he's she says he's going to flip. And, you know, she knows him. She's interviewed him a lot of times. The problem is usually he doesn't flip till it gets really freaking shitty. Uh, so uh, he doesn't flip early. He flips late. So I don't know. I guess he's got to throw a couple more elections for, uh, for uh, the Russians before he, they can decide what to do. Um, so there's that. Uh, what else do we have in the news here? Looks like we got a couple phones going off. Um, the uh, claims of New York Times, uh, Siva V. I'll just say that because I can't pronounce the last name. 
Uh, vetting political ads effectively and consistently, consistently at a global scale is impossible. Congress should just restrict ad targeting to level of an electoral district. I don't know if they should restrict ad targeting. They should just restrict political ads. Just say we're just not going to do them because the problem is they spread so many conspiracies, stupidity, and everything else. Look, you know, here's the thing. We, should, we shouldn't be picking our candidates on, and I'm going to go off on a riff here. We shouldn't be picking our candidates based upon ads, spin ads and lies and all this sort of stuff. You should have to stand at a podium, let us talk to you, let us pepper you with questions, and you have to answer them. And that's when we make a decision as to what to buy for. Not because you're like, uh, George Bush eats babies and sticks them in microwaves. Ah! You know, that we should stop all that bullshit, all that manipulation of emotion and craziness. And most of these uh, crazy political ads, you don't even see the candidate talking. Um, you know, and a lot of them are run by PACs, super PACs that put these ads out so the candidate's not in them. Uh, and there's not that, you know, this is approved by XYZ. And so they can run these hit ads that do, you know, crazy conspiracy and crazy uh, nut job talking stuff. We need to get rid of all this craziness in the world that is just making our world sicker than crap. So anyway, that's my uh, thing and I'm sticking to it. Uh, let's see, what else do we have uh, on the thing? Uh, and, of course, then there's the debate over Facebook's political ads policy. Um, basically, people can post stuff that's uh, out there like fossil fuel-based products, but uh, you know, people agree or disagree on climate change, so everyone can post ads on that. You know, Where do you go from there? But I, I do think political ads, we need, we need to pick better leaders. That's basically one of the biggest problems we have. And I think if we focus on that, we can uh, deal with it. And we need to pick better leaders. They're going to unite this country and unite the parties and unite everyone and do what's good for the good of the country for a change. And, and I think the only way we're going to do that is to get rid of the spin. And we just need to focus on the content of the substance of a person. It's like, look, you don't get to put out hit ads. You get to basically stand on a podium, let us answer your questions. You've got to put up with doing a Reddit AMA for 10 hours or something, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> All right. So moving on, CNBC is reporting that Brian Chesky uh, says Airbnb uh, will ban party houses after five people died in a shooting at a Halloween party in a California home rented through Airbnb. I think this is a very smart idea. This is one of the problems that people have had. Uh, recently, when I was living in Vegas, I saw a lot of people or a lot of the government, uh, of course, they were, it was kind of an interesting way they played it. They were working on behalf, of course, the hotels that uh, don't like the competition of Airbnb because they need their hotel rooms filled. But one of the things they were, uh, uh, people were complaining about was these party houses being popped up in Airbnb places around neighborhoods and ruining neighborhood uh, people who live there's experience. So, um, you know, I think it's a valid argument and certainly it's something they should probably do because, you know, party houses, I mean, what, what year is it anyway? I guess maybe I'm too old. When I was younger, I used to have party houses up until I was 35, but I was single with no kids, so I could. So there's that. Anyway, guys. Uh, what else do we have here? New York Times is reporting Trump has integrated Twitter into the very fabric of his administration that he has more than 11,000 tweets. Well, it's good to know he's, you know, most people be working too hard being president and, I don't know, doing stuff than uh, tweeting. So there's that. 11,000 tweets. Wow. And then he golfs most of the time. So I'm not sure what else is going on in the White House. 
Uh, oh, lots of TV watching executive time, evidently, as well. Uh, according to NDTV Gadgets 360, but you do have to, I mean, falling back to the other story, you do have to really wonder if this is going to change the landscape of the president. Do we have to put up a presence here on out who tweet incessantly and, and crazy conspiracy, or can we get another president and we can just go back to someone who just shuts up and does their fucking job and leaves us alone? Um, you know, we don't have to get exposed to the what's going on in their fucking head. Although, I don't know. I mean, Jack has a good point from Twitter that uh, it is kind of good to see the crazy because then we can see the crazy. I mean, we didn't certainly, certainly didn't know how fucking off the rails Nixon was getting. When Nixon's generals are like, hey, are like calling the Pentagon going, hey, if he decides to nuke Cambodia, um, yeah, just stand down whatever order the president says and call us, please. Uh, they actually had to do that. That's crazy, huh? So back to NDTV. Uh, they uh, have announced global smartphone shipments grew in quarter three, uh, 2% year over year, according to Strategy Analytics. Well, Canalysis estimates a 1% increase, bucking a two-year downward trend. Uh, still, though, 1% to 2%, I mean, that's really not that great. Um, you know, phones have become a commodity. We just recently reviewed the AT&T Samsung Galaxy um, what is it? The Pixel X, uh, Pixel Four XL, uh, a spectacular little phone. Um, great camera. We really love the camera in it, and the Night Watch and the portrait with the bokeh, uh, and and a great phone overall. Uh, two things that made me uh, switch back to my note were lack of fingerprint. Sorry, I just I use fingerprints so much for everything. It does have this really cool facial integra- uh, recognition software that will unlock the phone for you, but it doesn't work well in the middle of the night, uh, darkness. Uh, you know, I, I have international clients around the world. I'm constantly doing deals. So, uh, you know, I have to check my mail sometimes. You know, if I wake up in the morning to hit the restroom or I wake up in the middle of the night to hit the restroom, you know, I check the phone. Uh, sometimes I roll over, I'll hear a bunch of beeps coming in. I'll be like, oh, something's going on. Uh, and I'll check the phone. Uh, in the dark, it doesn't work too well, especially if you have a goatee like me that doesn't, you know, I'm sure my face looks kind of dark because I let my beard grow out usually a couple of days before I shave it. This is more information than you want to know, isn't it? Uh, so there's that. <laughs> so I, you know, I love the phone, but I, uh, between the fingerprinting, thing and there's lots of apps i have to open for my banking even starbucks opens my fingerprint um i miss the fingerprint thing and the battery life really sucks i don't know what's burning that battery down i tried tweaking all sorts of things and my friends have too and a lot of their views uh, bash the battery life but yeah that's what it is uh let's get a discussion on this this is kind of an interesting thing we're going to talk about here this is from uh, uh reported by cnbc russia's soviet internet law which is aims to enable disconnecting the country's internet for the rest of the world went into effect on Friday. That was November 1st. This is kind of an interesting thing that's going on because this is the closest copyright copy play to what the Chinese have. And um, so it basically tightens the laws uh, of Moscow's control over the country's internet uh, infrastructure and aims to provide a way for Russia to disconnect its networks from the rest of the world. Uh, a lot of people think this might be technically impossible. Um, they're calling it the online iron curtain, I guess. Uh, and basically it could disconnect their internet from the entire world. So if they ever wanted to uh, do a blackout, 
Uh, you know, you saw that sort of stuff, I believe, in Egypt during their revolutions in Egypt where they would turn off their Internet, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's kind of interesting. But I guess one of the problems they have is they can't really copy the Chinese system. The Chinese system was built for the Chinese system. And the difference is, is with um, Russia having several decades of running free Internet and having Internet providers and free, you know, all these people who work in service with the Internet, it's really hard for them to push a button to cut everybody off. So they, um, you know, they, 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 you know, they have issues. They tried to ban encrypted messaging service Telegram, uh, but that's been largely unsuccessful. Uh, you know, they're trying to do whatever they can to keep these revolts from rising up. If you remember the Arab Spring that came out of initially the WikiLinks disclosures, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I don't know. It's going to be kind of interesting how that goes out. Uh, more and more countries are, of course, considering this thing and uh, wanting to get it done. And I think it definitely uh, impedes democracy. And of, course, and, of course, we should be looking into the world as, as, as um, a democracy-killing thing. Uh, and uh, should not be supporting it. But sadly, a lot of the companies that are providing this technology to these uh, governments are American companies. So therein lies the debacle or the the uh, thing that we have. Do we make money selling people uh, blocking for uh, the Internet so we can they can discourage democratization uh, of their ideals and uh, the people's will? Or do we make some buck off them and sell, you know, the countries down the road to uh, dictator overlords. Interesting um, dynamic and and uh, thing that we have to deal with in discussions. And of course, now that uh, I know not being political here, it's really clear that um, uh, our current ad uh, occupants of the White House believe in America first and you know let the world do whatever it wants, which is kind of scary because then the world does whatever they want. And certainly, we've seen the rise of power of China. Uh, Iran and Russia in um, us falling back from different places and not caring about stuff and then rising up. We're going to wake up to a world one day that's going to be largely controlled by China, Russia, and whatever. And China and Russia, if you're not paying attention, are already doing a lot of stuff to uh, mine and control um, resources, natural resources in Africa. Jesus, they own a ton of stuff in Africa. Russia's providing uh, mercenaries to different Russian go- or different African governments to help them stay in power. Uh, so very interesting to see what's going on in the world. And uh, if you study the Marshall Plan and you studied you know, things that were going on from the 60s uh, onward, or 50s onward, actually, uh, of how we we're trying to spread dem- democracy around the world, now that is uh, all dying. So kind of interesting in how that's going to play out, uh, how it's going to affect our world. I know a lot of people, you know, here's the thing. I know a lot of people go, Chris, I don't really have to give a shit about this. You know, I got I got four tires. You know, I got to change my car. I got four kids to chase around, a wife and job and, you know, trying to get them in college. Blah, blah, blah. But this, this, all a lot of this stuff is big stuff that can move our world. What would you think if this eventually became so popular the U.S. government decided to do it? Um you know, it's the slow boiling of the frog that you have to watch out for when you wake up one day and go, oh, shit, our goose is cooked. Uh, or in this case, our frog's cooked. So uh, let's move on to another story that's kind of uh, along the same sort of vein. This is from FT.com, if you're familiar with the, the Financial Times. Uh, emotion recognition is China's new surveillance craze. Now, you've probably seen the different 
recognized camera systems and software they have that's really Big Brother creepy, 1984 George Orwell uh, creepy, where uh, it, 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 you, they can follow you around the, the city and judge you by a social credit status. They can see what you're doing. Uh, they can see what you're up to. And uh, they can tell your age and identify you, et cetera, et cetera. And then they watch you for what you do. So if you go buy, let's say you go buy a few bottles of vodka on a Friday night, that affects your social score. And they pick you up on the cameras and they go, oh, Bob's buying vodka. Bob's a partier, probably troublemaker, probably maybe an alcoholic. Mm, might be a subversive. Better make sure he can't travel. That's what they do. It's not, it's not a joke and it's scary as fuck. Um, so this is a new system that they're installing in different cities and, uh, what it's designed to do is it's supposed to be a crime prevention buzz phrase. Uh, it's on everyone's lips in China, their largest, uh, surveillance tech expo over there. And, uh, what it's being done is rolled out to airports and subway stations. It's going to identify criminal suspects and the uh, and basically, it's going to watch your facial and gait recognition, your eye tracking, and crowd analysis. So it's going to determine, you know, what's going on. I imagine crowd analysis is going to be a thing uh, where maybe if you know people are like they're starting to mob up, better send out the army to shut that down before it gets to a big mob. Um, and evidently, they they claim that they can rapidly identify criminal suspects by analyzing their mental state. Now, I don't know if you're watching eye movement, facial recognition, gait, eye tracking, crowd analysis. If you take video of me at the airport, I'm probably pissed off all the time because I just had to get felt up by TSA and, and uh, you know, deal with the lines and all the crap and being stuck in a plane. Really, I, my eye movement's probably off the chart. Plus, I've drank about five coffees on the plane to stay awake. And God knows, in the old days, I'd drink a couple of vodkas before I got off the plane just because I hated air travel. Now, there's nothing dangerous about me and what I'm doing in an airport or near an airplane. But definitely, if you're looking at my facial expressions, my gait, my eye tracking from all the coffee I drink, um, you know, and me crazy looking around going, I need to get home. I'm so sick of traveling. Um, yeah, it's you're. I'm not a criminal. I'm not going to, I don't have any ill purpose towards anything. It's just, I'm sick of this shit and I'm angry. <laughs> you know, this is the way it is. Uh, I don't know. As I'm getting older, I'm starting to get used to it. The last couple of times I've traveled, I've just started like just going, I don't give a fuck. But, um, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting older and, and more comfortable in my thing. So there's that. Uh, but it's kind of interesting too, that in October, the U S blocked eight Chinese artificial intelligent tech companies from buying U S made products on the grounds of alleged human rights abuses. Um, if the, where this is mostly being rolled out is in an area, I believe I'm pronouncing this correctly called Jin Chang. And they're, um, it's kind of the, uh, uh, testing ground for everything the Chinese government is doing to roll out across their thing at creating this 1984 world. So I'm sure that they're going to incorporate that with some of their social technology and being like, Oh, Chris is angry more of the time. We got to lower his social score. You never know. It could turn into subversive and start breaking things or whatever subversives do. But, um, 
we're gonna make sure he doesn't do anything. You, it's kind of you're kind of almost reaching that point of what was that uh, show with Tom Cruise, Minority Report, where you're like, um, the brain, the brains or whatever can predict what you're gonna do, like before you even know you're gonna do it. Like, mm, we know Bob's gonna kill someone like next year. He's not ready now, uh, but we know he's definitely gonna kill somebody. Uh, that's you know that's a problem. So there you go. Uh, what happens when they're wrong? So it's going to be interesting um, as to what's going on. They're putting, uh, the China's putting all their money into these smart cities in Jiaxing, Yaxing, Yinzing, Yinjang, Yinjang, X-I-N-G, G, what day is it today? X-I-N-J-I-N-G, uh, Beijing, Guangdong, Guangdong, where do they come up with these names? And who... Shandong, I just, I'm just going to stop right there. Don't make fun of China, Chris. They're nice people, I'm sure. So anyway, interesting things going on in the uh, world with these emotional recognition systems, how they're doing everything else. Uh, if you want, reach out, tell me what you think. You go to twitter.com forward slash Chris Voss. You go to facebook.com forward slash Chris Voss or any other place on the internet, pretty much for Chris Voss, chrisvoss.net and uh, check it out. Uh, Google has released a patch for Chrome zero-day vulnerability being used in the wild that allows hackers to escape sandbox protections uh, via malicious websites, according to Hacker News. So uh, you want to make sure you update your web browser software. Uh, I'm kind of have this weird habit where I like to go in and check my Chrome browser, see what update I have, and uh, oh, I just went and checked it. You can take and go in your Chrome browser if you use it, and you can go to uh, help, which is in your uh, right-hand corner, and hit about Chrome, and when you do about Chrome, it will uh, take and uh, check to see the latest, and usually it's really weird. Um, it, it usually has something to launch, like I just did. So there you go. Uh, anyway, I'm going to relaunch this right now and download the thing. So make sure you get that update as well. You always want the latest updates on all your stuff because that way, hopefully, it won't get hacked. Anyway, guys, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Be sure to stay in touch for all the tech news that we have and all the different things we're talking about. We're hopefully going to be at SEMA or have some great SEMA interviews this week coming up so uh be sure to watch for those uh the sema show and of course we're getting ready for ces 2020 holy crap 2020 no stop it don't <laughs> what are you gonna do anyway guys thanks for tuning in we'll see you next time